Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Fantasy Romance and Romantic Fantasy, here with my first cup of coffee. All in shades of blue today, apparently. Didn't really plan it that way, but um, sometimes it works out. I, I think I go through phases, uh, color-loving phases. You guys do that, too? Uh, today is, I know it's Thursday. Oh, March 18th, day after St. Patrick's Day. Mmm, coffee is yummy. Everything tastes better with cat hair in it. So, um, we'll do earrings first. I, I'm wearing my one of my Ireland t-shirts, which I probably should have worn yesterday, except it's not green. Um, today is little uh, enameled evergreens. Sometimes I think of these as Christmassy earrings, but they don't really look all that Christmassy. And I don't know where I got these. They may have been raided out of my mom's jewelry collection, but I wear them from time to time. They're uh, not splashy, but they're pretty. What? Fun. Unremarkable, perhaps. Mm. Hitting the spot. All right, so let's see. Um... Yesterday, I did not get 3,000 words. Yesterday was slow for stupid reasons. I was tired. I was tired yesterday. Um, I've, maybe because I've been doing so many words consistently. Um, I might have like hit a little training lull there. So I, um, I got like almost 2,500 words. So I am still on target to finish drafting by next Friday. Uh, I did talk to my proofreader and worked out a uh, a schedule. Fortunately, she's flexible, so it's like um, if I don't get it done until this date or as early as this other date, I'm overthinking a little bit at this point, which is always doom for uh, my method. I... Um, yeah, it's you can't think too much. So, so a couple of people were commenting on uh, that I was like pushing other authors into abandoning their outlines, and and I don't mean it to sound that way at all because I really my first and foremost motto is discover what your process is and own it and do that. So I really hope that I would never be one to push somebody into doing something else. Um, if I speak forcefully about the idea of abandoning outlines, which I know is an emotional thing for people, people react to that um, with a little bit of panic because people I feel like have been so programmed, so entrained to believe that they have to have an outline before they begin writing a paper. You know, you guys, I remember learning in, it was stupidly young, like first or second grade learning that we should write an outline. I remember in like fifth or sixth grade being made to do a detailed outline of a paper. And it was like all, you know, to prepare us for middle school and high school. And as I've mentioned before, I found that difficult. And 
and my mother will tell you I have a stubborn personality which you know I translate stubbornness as to having a strong will and even when I was young I I knew how I wanted to do things which was not always the way that the teachers wanted me to do things uh, and I had the advantage that I could almost always pull out uh, a really excellent product I always got really good grades so they could never force me <laughs> to do things their way because my way worked. Uh, so I was lucky that way. But, you know, I, I started just writing my papers and then creating the outlines from the papers uh, because it was so much easier for me that way. And it made the teachers happy, right? So if I have strong opinions about that you don't necessarily need to do an outline. It's because I feel like the pressure to work from an outline is so strong uh, in the writing community, um, like all phases of the writing community, that I feel like we need strong voices saying, no, an outline is not the magic formula. It works for some people. If that's your process, fantastic. But it is not the one size fits all key that opens every lock. Um, a lot of people don't do well with outlines. And it's interesting to me that um, I often hear the uh, story of authors saying, and I guess, I guess Nalini has said this, Nalini saying, uh, and I've heard other authors say it too, that they've tried outlining their books first and then they got so bored that they couldn't write the book. And that almost seems to be like, I'm sure that's true. I'm sure that's true for some, but I've heard it enough times that I wonder if it's not like the socially acceptable excuse to say, oh, well, you know, I just got so bored. I didn't want to do it that way. Um, you know, whereas I think, I feel like it's not as acceptable to say um, that that an outline simply doesn't work for you because an outline is supposed to work for everybody. How dare you say that an outline doesn't work for your writing process? You know, outlines are the magic. They are they are the correct way of doing things. I think that's what I really take umbrage against this concept that somehow the outline is the the proper way to do things. And I think a lot of that comes from school because we are taught that that's how you write a paper um, and therefore how you write a story and how you write a novel. And so, yeah, that's why I, if I come across strongly that way, it's like, I, I really want people to hear that um, an outline may not work for you and that an outline may actually slow you down. It, you know, the board thing, whatever. You know, as I, I suspect that's um, code for something else. Um, I think that when somebody says that they get bored, I think that what what's happened is they've lost the creative flow, um, which is the most important part of, of writing, as of creative writing, is to have that creative flow. Um, so... I suspect that's what's going on. I don't know since I don't do outlines. But I do think that it's important to, to 
to embrace the idea that outlining is not the cure-all, that it is not the one true path, and that people who don't outline are um, being careless in some way. I feel like there's a strong implication that if you don't outline first that you are not taking it seriously, you know, you're not being that A student. But outlining, I know from observing other people's processes and trying to help them become more efficient, which is what they have hired me to do to help them be more productive. And, and so my whole thrust is let me help you figure out what, what your process is, what your best process is. And I would never interfere with that. So for instance, like with Dorinda, I'm, I'm not going to tell her not to outline at all. Um, what I'm suggesting is that maybe she combine a couple of her steps because she does do the thing where instead of writing, she goes back and fiddles with her outline. And it's like, is that really productive? If, if that's, if that's what she needs to do, great. But if that's just a displacement activity, then that's not a good thing. It's not productive. So that that's what I'm getting at. Um, and I feel like by taking a very strong anti-outline stance, then I might have a chance of making my voice heard uh, with all, all of the people who are just going, oh, well, of course you do an outline. Of course you must outline first. You don't have to outline first. Um, it's, it's, um, it's an iconoclastic idea. So, so that was sort of my response, uh, to some of that stuff. Um, my mother's having fits and I still haven't told the story of how we ended up in Santa Fe. I'm not going to tell it today either. Ha ha. And she's so funny because, um, she texted me about it again yesterday and she's like, you still haven't told the story. And I'm like, what do you care? You know the story. And she says, but I like that story. Whatever. Speaking of my mother, I had this moment of total panic this morning because I, I went to my jeans drawer and pulled out a bunch of my jeans. So I've been tracking my body measurements um, along with my weight for like, the last three years. I've, I've gotten ever since 2018. Um, I should like content warning this if you don't want to talk about body stuff, but, and I charted them out, which I hadn't before I'd been writing them down, but I hadn't been charting it out. And I have found that my body measurements, memberships, measurements have stayed pretty consistent, pretty much the same for three years now. Um, even though I've been trying various things to uh, reduce those body measurements. Why do I want to keep saying memberships? That's funny. Uh, Bluebirds outside the window. Bluebirds don't care about body measurements. So anyway, my body stays pretty much the same. It's just same at a place where I didn't necessarily want it. But I finally come to the conclusion that I simply need to purge my closet. Um, cause clearly there are a lot of clothes that I have not worn in three years and just keeping all this stuff. It's just silly. So anyway, 
this morning I thought, well, I would try and see if any of my crop jeans fit. Reader, they do not. Uh, and then I found this one pair of jeans that I really like, uh, which I'd forgotten that I own sort of in the bottom of the drawer with these embroidered flowers on them. I'll show them to you in a moment. But I started to put them on and I couldn't even get them up over my thighs. Have you guys been in that position, you know, like where you're, you're pulling something on and like the, the waistband of the jeans like stops mid thigh. And I was like, holy fuck. I'm like, how is it possible? Cause I, I wore these jeans all the time and I thought surely I wore these not all that long ago. And it's been weird, right? Cause it's been pandemic year. And so there's been a lot of stuff that I haven't worn at all. You know, like all of my Sunday go to meeting clothes. Right. So I, I was like, how is it possible that these jeans that I once wore all the time, I can't even get up over my thighs. Cause I know that my body measurements aren't that terrible. Right. Or are they? So I took them off and I was really feeling kind of sad. And I looked at him and the jeans are a size four. And I was like, how am I fitting into a size four? I'm not fitting into a size four, but I knew these were jeans that I loved. Right. I remember wearing them all the time. So it was, really this very strange, uh, dissociative moment. So I thought, well, I just need to stay, stay on track, stay with my resolution. Obviously they do not fit. So I'm going to get rid of them. So I went back to the drawer and I pulled out another pair of the exact same jeans. And I was like, wait, why do I have two pairs of these same jeans? And these are in a much larger size that actually fit. And I'll show you guys. Can you see? See these cute little. Yes, I love these with the little from White House Black Market. So <laughs> I realized that the size four jeans are my mother's. Because yes, my mother is like a like a size two, size four. Um, which she I should caveat has not always been happy with because she um, had some health issues a few years back and she lost so much weight that she was feeling very scrawny um, and she's gained some of that back but you know goes both directions uh, worrying about those things so my mom and I go shopping together a lot in fact I probably shop with my mom more than any other person there is uh, it's it's something all my life that we have enjoyed going and shopping together. And so when I visit her in Tucson or when she's here in Santa Fe, we often go shopping and, and it's great because you know, the guys don't have to go and we have so much fun together. And so we sometimes end up buying the same things in different sizes. And we love to go to white house black market at La Encantada in Tucson. And I'm going to go there in a few weeks in uh, second week of April, I believe. And we are going to go shopping where we both have such a shopping Jones on. So anyway, I somehow mom and I texted her and sent her a picture. How did your jeans get in my stuff? I don't know. I mean, like maybe, maybe I was at your house and somehow picked them up and they went in my thing. So anyway, you, I will bring them and then you will have this fun pair of jeans to wear. Um, 
it's it's a funny thing, isn't it? But anyway, so that freaked me out. So one of the things I'm going to do with the big closet purge is I am going to get rid of anything that doesn't fit. Anything that is not, um, I there will be, I'll let myself keep a few things if it's like an evening gown that I could potentially wear again someday. Uh, but otherwise, everything that does not fit right now, I'm getting rid of. And I'm just going to start replacing, uh, replacing things that, that fit now. So, uh, it's, um, so it goes, right? So let's see here. Um, I, I was still thinking about that. Uh, I think I, you know, some of that stuff with body image and dealing with aging, right? Um, getting older and so forth. You know, I work pretty hard. I, I do a lot of walking and working out and all of that. And I eat pretty well. And I mean, I what I've decided is that I need to be really grateful for the fact that my body really hasn't changed that much in three years. It's not like I'm gaining weight. It's just that I'm settled at a higher weight than I would like to be. And that's just going to have to be how it is. So I'm going to buy some. Um, I'm so glad that my flower jeans fit at least. And I um, I think I'll buy a new pair of crop jeans to replace the ones that don't fit. And that'll be nice. So let's see. Um, maybe I'll tell the story of Santa Fe tomorrow. You already know it, Mother. You don't need to hear it again. I've got sticky notes, too, for, like, things that people suggest that I watch. Sticky note on books on outlining. Um, I wonder if I have time to talk about this. I probably do. Um, oh, no, I don't. I'm almost out of time. You know what? I'm just going to call it good. I need to um, try to get those 3,000 words today. Uh, I finished reading Heart's Blood. There were a lot of things I like about that story. It was interesting to revisit it. And the things that I would change are... I'm not going to change them, but the things that I would change are minor enough that I'm not not going to worry about it. So, um, but it is interesting to observe the changes over time. All right. First cup of coffee is part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network, and you will find more podcasts you love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a great Thursday. Take care. Bye-bye.